0: You're
1: listening
0: to the Paradigm Shift Podcast. Hey, everyone, welcome back to the Paradigm Shift Podcast. I'm really excited about today's episode. I got my good friend Tim Downey here with me. Woo! Tim, how you doing, man? Doing good, man. <laughs> I, I can tell. Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. So, uh, born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Me too. Yes. There it is.
1: I, I know that. I know you are. Yeah. Um, yeah, Alex and I used to have Nerf battles as kids and Star Wars action figures. We go way back. Way back, man. All,
0: all the good stuff.
1: Dude, gotta love Jacksonville, man.
0: Yeah. Come on. So, tell us a little bit more about you. Okay, you live in Jacksonville. So, so,
1: I live in Jacksonville. I'm a local pastor here at a church called Grace Church of Avondale. I'm married, have a beautiful wife named Melissa. All right. Two beautiful little baby girls, Eliora and Sparrow. And yeah, just loving
0: being a dad and pastoring. And yeah. That's awesome, man. Actually, we this is not what the episode's going to be about, but I would love for you to come back sometime and talk about being like a new parent because we oh, have a man. lot of those that are our subscribers. We get questions about that all the time. And we've never really addressed that topic. So that could be good. That it could be good. But, but let's focus today. So today we're actually going to talk about the power, the powerful choice to stay in Christian community. So yeah. Christian community is going to be our topic today. So Sweet. Um, let's just jump straight into the questions, man. The first thing I want to ask is what does healthy Christian community look like? Because I believe a lot of people don't really know. So what, what, do you, what do you find that that looks like?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I think a lot of people are wrestling with that question in their minds as they you know, try to plug into Christian community. Um, I think before you even can answer that question, you have to address the question of what what does being a healthy Christian look like? You mm-hmm. know, in defining Christianity, and I think before you define Christian community, you have you have to realize that um, the Christian is defined by Jesus Christ. You That's know, right. yeah. not tradition, not what kind of church background you come from. Um, what kind of denomination you come from. But the thing that sets Christian community apart is Jesus himself. You know, it's the person of Jesus. And when I think about Jesus, it's it's his life, um, his death, and his resurrection, and then his return, you know. And so, grace, if you look at all the other um, religions in the world, uh, the reality of grace is what sets Christianity apart hmm. from uh, everything else. And so, Grace is really um, what defines Christian community. And grace being that, you know, God, uh, He pursued us. He came after us. He didn't um, put this list of of rules and and make us um, strive to love Him and to to follow Him and and to obey Him. I mean, those are all good things, yes. But the ultimate reality of grace is that when we were dead in sin, Ephesians said we were completely dead in sin, that God being rich in mercy made us alive together in Jesus Christ. And so it's his work. And so being a Christian is an acknowledgement that on my best day I cannot be good enough to accomplish this kind of a spirituality wow. that it had to be God who who did the work for me. And so and and what that basically means is that ultimately God in his grace is offering us forgiveness, offering us uh, cleansing for our sin, and making a way for us to walk in the light, to walk out of darkness into the light. And so I think that means everything for Christian community. Um, did you want to jump yeah, in there?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what, like, first of all, I, I love everything you said there, man. I think that that's awesome. I mean, it's all about the grace of God and that, and, and being unified in that, really, yeah. and, and understanding that that's that's where our entire foundation comes from, and to me, that actually gets rid of the whole, because I hear this a lot, like people that are in Christian community, they kind of think, okay, that means within my church or mm-hmm. within my denomination. But the truth is, it doesn't, you know, you're not stuck to that one thing. It's really just other people that believe in Jesus yeah. and the grace that he has Absolutely. shared with us. It, it kind of makes it a lot more, a lot broader than many of us might think. Because, yeah. you know, and I've noticed that over the years that people really stick to just that that very small Click or group of people that are like, no, this is the people that go to my church that also believe this or that are this. Yeah, sure. So I think it's a great thing that you said there, like a healthy Christian community is definitely going to start with us acknowledging who Jesus Christ is and the grace that he has for us. And there's, yeah. there's nothing better than that. And that foundation, man, that's where joy comes from, you know? Yes. Yeah. And that, that's a whole other topic there. But like, I really think that's just important for us to, uh, to, to keep in mind that like Christian community is such a powerful thing because of what we believe.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, And I think you know, we, you definitely have to see it as the capital C church. You know, the people that That's have good. believed in the Lordship of Jesus, the people who have come into agreement that He is the Savior, He is the Lord, and who, who rally around Him. You know, we're not rallying around, you know, a, a pastor. We're not rallying around a preacher. We're not rallying around even a set of teachings and doctrines. We are, we're coming together around Him. And so, what that looks like, I mean, healthy Christian community. If you talk about it more practically, I think it looks like, you know, meeting together regularly with mm-hmm. people who who are like-minded and who have those beliefs. Um, I think breaking bread, you know what I mean, like eating together. Yeah, I think that's foundational to Absolutely. healthy Christian community. You know, <laughs> all community. <laughs> you can't you can't stress eating together enough. Right. Um, but remembering Jesus when you come together, and you know, talking about Him. Um, Teaching about who he is, um, just reflecting on who he is, but praying together, encouraging one another in him, but then it, and then it kind of expands beyond that to serving one another um, and that might be just within your um, Christian community, like say you had a small group at your house and you find a need in that small group, you can serve the needs of that of the people who are in your small group, but even beyond that it's teaming up with those Christians yeah. and displaying God's goodness to the community around Mm -hmm. you, you know, and so impacting the world in the name of Jesus together, I think those are all reflections of Christian community. But I think the one thing that's not emphasized enough in our uh, time concerning Christian community is holiness and what it means that, you know, as a community, you're not just called just to get together, but you're called to be set apart together, Mm -hmm. you know, that word holiness meaning God is setting you apart in Jesus' name together. And so right. you're looking different than the world around you. You're not just another group of people that are just kind of meeting together like another club. But it's like, right. you're, he's setting you apart and you're looking different. You're
0: looking like Jesus. So. Yeah. I, I want to get back on that topic. Before we do real quick, you're kind of mentioning like other types of communities and things like that. So I kind of want to ask you about that. Just real quick, what are like some other options, if you will, for types of communities in the world? Like what, what is the world basically offering us?
1: Yeah. I mean, if everybody wants community, you right. know, everybody wants to have people around them that they're like minded with. I mean you can you talk about work community, you know people that you work with, there might be an interest group. you know what comes to my mind is like maybe like a soccer group You're, you you come together because you love soccer, um, even family, you know that's a type of community. Mm-hmm. Um, there are you know causes like humanitarian causes, like philanthropic kind of causes that bring people together. And these are all great types of community, um, but ultimately they're not gonna provide people with the purpose that only God can give them. And so when I think about like work community, you know, I think work is generally focused on making money and uh, you know, which isn't a bad thing, you know, but we know that the love of money, and if that's your purpose, that's your sole purpose, then that's the root of evil, you know? And so you can't find true community in that place of rallying around money and it and worked isn't always about money you know sometimes it's about a cause but even it, humanitarian type causes like let's do something better for the world those causes are going to come and go so they're yeah. inconsistent you know what i mean yeah um you talk about an interest group you know you're coming together for soccer or whatever you know just a, something that you find in common with somebody else that you both like but then again, like interests change, circumstances changes. And so right. therefore that community can easily shift on you and you can have it one minute and then not the next. Um, I think family is one that the, the whole world, uh, even apart from Christianity, can really appreciate, right? Mm-hmm. Because everyone's born into, the, into a family and everyone kind of has that understanding that like family is what life is about. Right. But if you really stop and think about it, you know, family is, is still imperfect, Mm-hmm. And family can never really bring the inward change that 's necessary for happiness, right you know even yeah, people true. who are born into amazing families, those families cannot provide the purpose that only God can provide and so all the, all these things are great. You know, and I, and I think about something in specific, you know, when I was at UNF, University of North Florida, you know, um, we would have different people from, you know, Greek life in classes and stuff. Right. And, and, you know, I've, I know that there can be fraternities and sororities that are amazing, doing amazing things. And certainly there's Christian fraternities and sororities that are focused on God and kind of focused on the academic realm of things. But, you know, like, um, you know, like how in a fraternity, you know, it, it means brotherhood, right? Mm-hmm. So... You kind of get this picture of, you know, guys coming together in the name of academics, but also kind of in the name of um, uh, impacting some kind of cause in society right. together, which, which those are great. Um, and a lot of times people think, well, you know, I don't really need Christian community. I've got this fraternity, this brotherhood. But it kind of goes back to what I said, um, that that could be an interest group or that can be a cause that can come and go but it doesn't have that unchanging common denominator, which is God himself, You know, which is yeah. um, the purpose that only God can bring. And, and to be completely honest, what I've found in a lot of those brotherhoods or sisterhoods that are absent of the truth of God is that those people um, don't really know how to uh, fight for true community mm-hmm. with one another. Right. And a lot of times what I saw, even being at UNF, is really just a lot of uh, growth at someone else's expense. You know, I, I remember hmm. like sitting in, in a classroom at UNF and just overhearing, you know, people from this Greek life party the night before just kind of making fun of somebody who had gotten completely drunk and had kind of lost control, lost their mind. And and to me, like from what I was seeing, it was like that that was their version of community. That was right. their version of brotherhood. But all it did was highlight somebody Losing control of their faculties and making a complete fool of themselves in front of all their friends. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, you know, and not every fraternity or sorority is like that. You know, some of them have priorities straight, but I felt like that was a, a picture of kind of false brotherhood. You know, mm-hmm. it said this is like the highest form of community that we can have, it's like us and this fraternity together, but it wasn't really building the individuals up. Right. You know what I mean? And I yeah. didn't, see, I saw change happening and they could rally around causes. But it wasn't like lasting, eternal change that really lifted those individuals to become, you know, the people that they were born to be. You know what I mean? Um, Not to say that's reflective of all of them. And and like I said, all of these types of communities, all these options, you know, they're great. But, you know, without God being at the center of them, they are going to fall short.
0: Yeah. No, man, I I couldn't agree more. And um, that kind of is going to segue right into my next my next question here, and for our listeners here today, I want to say that this episode is going to go a little bit longer. But I'm really liking where this conversation is going today. I think it's really beneficial for a lot of our, a lot of our listeners. Community was actually one of the very first topics ever discussed on Daily PS, mm-hmm. and um, it's kind of been like a trending topic ever since. So I really think this is important for us to continue to cover. So you kind of talk about all these other options, but like, why why is Christian community the powerful choice? Like, what what makes it so different than the rest?
1: Yeah. So starting out like we have to acknowledge the fact that every person wants to be known and to know, you know, mm-hmm. everyone wants to know and be known. That's a universal desire. Right. Everybody also wants to give and receive love, you know, that deep down everybody knows that kind of love is the reason that that we're here together, you know. And so we're giving it and we're receiving it in different ways. And another thing is that every type of community wants change for the better. You know what I mean? Right. They don't necessarily all like change, but they all want to change for the better, mm-hmm. and hope for change for the better brings people together, right? And so I think what makes Christian community unique and the powerful choice is that it calls for Christ likeness through intimate awareness. Um, it's not just like, hey, you should change this or that about your personality or your lifestyle. It's not superficial exterior changes. But it's a call to be transformed into the image of Jesus, right that that other things, other types of community might call for change, you know in family, you might have job change or you might have more kids added to the mix. you know what I mean if you're in a in Greek life, fraternity sorority, you might help out you know a, a social justice program and and that might be good change, but the change that Christianity calls for is a change that says. We are um, moving we are in this ongoing process of being transformed into the likeness of Jesus, that we're becoming more like Jesus by knowing God and being known by him, and then consequently knowing and loving other people. And it's this idea that you know nothing allows people to better know and be known, love and be loved than the power and the presence of Jesus. That's good. And so there's this inside out transformation and that can only happen through the gospel you know it can only happen through rallying around the person of Jesus and um one one note on that is that um it's an inside out change you know it's not an outside in change right it starts in our hearts you know Ephesians made I said at the beginning like Jesus you know he we were dead in sin but he made us alive Mm -hmm. you know so we were completely dead in our heart but then he gave us a new, living, breathing heart. And from that inward source of his spirit, the power of his spirit, we're changed from the inside out. And so we we get around Christian brothers and sisters and we draw from the Holy Spirit in them and we release the spirit of Christ to them. And so there's this kind of back and forth flow. Um, so I think that's really what um, sets it apart. And, um the fruit of the Spirit, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are the defining features of what Jesus wants to move people into. Right. And when we get around other Christians, we feed off of the truth, and we begin to be transformed in our minds that, and our hearts. That's good, man.
0: Now, all right, so real quick, before we kind of get into to my final question here, I kind of want to take a little uh, sidestep here real quick. So I'm yeah. thinking about... Alright, so one of our listeners here right now, they're 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 tracking right with us, they're saying, This sounds great, this is good. Yeah. What do they do to get involved in some form of Christian community? Like what is their step? Like what, what do we do to be able to, to get there?
1: Um, I think I think sometimes it requires boldness, you know. If if you are a Christian and you know Christians, um, sometimes it just requires reaching out and saying, Hey, like I need encouragement right now, or you know, if you know of a small group of believers. Breaking bread together or rallying together. I know at I know so many churches in Jacksonville where group leaders and um, pastors are more than happy to connect with people and to connect them into Christian community. You know, yeah. it does require um, it requires some boldness and it requires uh, you know a level of confidence where you put yourself out there, maybe into a place where you're not super comfortable um, getting to know people. But it ultimately it's going. You know, I need to be around people that are like-minded, you know, that have the same faith and confidence that grace is, you know,
0: what should define our lives. Right. So you got you got to be really bold about it. I know actually that's exactly what it was for me, man. When I um when I decided to give my life to Christ. I, I didn't have any Christian friends at that point really. Like that was really close to that point in my life. Obviously I've known you my whole life, but like yeah. that was like around at that time. I didn't have a lot of people that were right there. And I made that decision to be bold. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to this church down the street from me that I'd never that's been awesome. to. I decided I'm, like, I'm going to go. They have a young adult ministry. I'm going to show up and I'm just going to meet people. Yeah. Super uncomfortable. Yeah. I'd never done that before. Yeah. And I got there and I was like, no, this is what I need. And people really, they did reach out. Like, as, you know, I made that first step of being bold. But as yeah. soon as people saw that in me, they were like, okay, let's, let's invite this guy in. Yeah. And was probably my second week there. I'd met people. And by like the third week I was serving and after that, I started going to a, to a, a small group, which turned into just like an ongoing hangout with a group of people that yeah. love the Lord and wanted to to continue to grow in Him. And uh, man, it made a huge difference in my life. Yeah. So I love what you say. It's that, it's that boldness, that initial step that we yeah. have to take.
1: Yeah, and it's so easy to be isolated, especially now where so much entertainment is is made ready and available for you yeah, in the middle true. of your Home And it's so easy just to stay at home, not connect with anybody, you know, binge on Netflix, all that stuff. Right. But ultimately, it's not going to provide that life-giving change that God has designed you to have in Jesus' name. You know, and, and I, I think of several people who have been in my small group over the past year. And they they all say, when I, when I first decided to come, it took, it was hard, you know, because, you know, part of me wanted to just stay home and not do it they said every week I kind of push myself to go and I'm so glad I did like we had one girl um, who came to our small group this past week who was brand new she called me beforehand and she said her phone broke that day and so she had an excuse not to come because she didn't have my contacts she didn't have my house address all that kind of stuff but she said she searched our church website found my number texted me using her grandmother's phone asked (laughs) me for my address she showed up and I just thought man you had an easy excuse just to stay home and not connect, and and she, I could tell like she's in a place where she really needed to be encouraged to, to get together with other believers to pray, to have that place of, of unity. But but um, I could tell that she needed that, but she had an excuse not to come. You know, if yeah. she really wanted to take it, but she decided to step out there, be bold, and I think that she really enjoyed kind of meeting together, and and ultimately, you know, it's not a, it's not a common interest. It, it's you're drawing people who have tons of different types of personalities you know you might have a a jock and an artist and you know it's you know a businessman or woman you know all in the same group but it's not the personality or an interest it's it's rallying around the person of jesus and being changed into his likeness
0: dude that's that's great and to our listeners no excuses right i mean you felt like that's the ultimate excuse for everything yeah (laughs) yeah so um that's that's good man i really love hearing that so um Tim, it's been a great conversation, man. And I want to just kind of go into any any final thoughts that you may want to share with us, any other wisdom you have that you want to share on this topic. Yeah, I mean, kind of going back to the
1: point of isolation, I just I hear a lot of Christians these days saying, you know, I used to do the church thing. I'm still a Christian, but I just don't really hang out with other Christians. Right. And I just think um, those things, being a Christian and, and a having a belief in inward faith in Jesus and being with other Christians and doing life together, those things go hand in hand. Like, you really can't have yeah. one without the other. The Bible says if you love God, you'll love your brothers. You know, you can't say, I hate my brothers and I love God. Those th- those two things don't right. line up.
0: That's so true. If
1: you love God, you love others, you know, and, you, and loving others means serving them and being with them and, and being active in their life. So you yeah. can't really have one without the other. But I find a lot of people who are isolated, they do that because they've been hurt in some way, and they didn't know how to, in a healthy way, Um, confront that point of pain, you know, and Mm -hmm. the only way to do that is just to remember that Jesus has made a way for all of us to walk in the light, you know, he's made a way for all of us to be forgiven. We're not defined by our past mistakes, and if we're not, then we can Bring those things out into the open and say, hey, this thing happened. Can we talk about it? That brings a, an ongoing conversation that leads people back to the gospel yeah. and ultimately brings people into more unity. But a lot of people are just saying, oh, I'll just do Christianity by myself. No, you can't do Christianity by yourself. Right? You have to do it in community. You really do. It's the way God designed us. Um, it's his plan A, and there is no plan B. Right. You know?
0: Now, you know, I love that you just that you just said all that because the truth is, It kinda goes back to boldness. As believers and walking in God's love, we should love should be our action and our our motive behind what we tell people. So you know, if I'm, if I'm a Christian, I decide not to hang out with you more because I don't like something about your lifestyle. Me not telling you in love yeah. that I think you're doing something that might be contrary to the Word of God is, is a fault on, on my part.
1: Yeah, it And is. it
0: should be openly received. And it's not always received or perceived that way, but right. it really should be. And I think that if we can find a way to correct in love and to bring to help each other become better, yeah. that's it. That's strengthening the community. Yeah. If it's all going to be face value, you're never going to talk to each other about anything like deep. Or like changes they might need to make, like that's not gonna help anybody.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So
0: in my Christian community, that I've always been in, the different ones I've been in, I've always had people say, Alex, like, hey, I noticed this in you. I think that if you would intentionally work on this, like you yeah. could grow more in God. That's awesome. I don't man. take that, man. Come on. I'm not the guy who's gonna get offended. I'm like, yeah, well, absolutely, let's do that. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, Jesus gave that model in Matthew
1: 18. He said, If if someone's done something, compromise your relationship, go directly to that person. You know, don't go to the people don't go to other people first. Right. Go directly to them and That's talk right. about it, and then, you know, and, and he gives us that model because he wants to see us walking together in love. That's his goal. That's great, man. Yeah, good stuff.
0: What else you got, man? That's it, man. That's it. Thanks all right, so cool. me on Absolutely, the Tim. Podcast. Thanks. Yeah, thanks so much for being here, man. I really loved hearing your perspective on Christian community. And I think this can be really helpful for all of our listeners. So, Heck thanks yeah. again for being here, man. Sure. Bro. For show notes and
1: discussion, visit podcast.dailyps.com. Thank you for listening to the Paradigm Shift Podcast.